12 minutes past. Now the Prime Minister's off to Singapore, her first overseas trip since COVID, with business leaders tagging along, helping wave the New Zealand flag. How important is FaceTime? Uh, the Asia New Zealand Foundation's Simon Draper is with us this morning. G'day, Simon. Happy Easter to you. Happy Easter to you, Tito. A worthwhile trip, you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's really important that the Prime Minister goes. Um, we were speaking with our sort of Asia advisors a couple of weeks ago, and the really clear message we got was that um, it's uh, New Zealand needs to get out in the region. The region's moving. You know, there's a lot happening at the moment. So, yeah, we think it's really great that the Prime Minister has decided to do this trip to Singapore and Japan because probably of all the relationships we have, the ones in Asia, that face-to-face counts more than anything. So, yeah, great she's going. So it's a cultural thing. It might be easier for her to get on Zoom with Boris or uh, somebody up in Europe or uh, Joe over in the States, but you, you've, got to, you've got to put in the FaceTime in Asia. Yeah, certainly in Asia, um, that we, we know that from, from the work that we've done, that that cultural face-to-face really counts. It's a relationship first, and then you have the transaction. That's not the other way around, as often it isn't sort of the Anglo countries we're used to. The other thing that's really important um, that you know for New Zealanders to understand is that in, in many of these countries, they are still quite hierarchical. And the fact that our head of government and the prime minister goes and, and takes these business people with her, that opens doors that simply aren't um, possible for, for for the normal sort of business person going. So the fact that she's leading this delegation, that really counts in Asia. It counts in Asia probably more than any other region in the world. Should there be other countries on the itinerary? Uh, Singapore and Japan are in our top ten, aren't they? Uh, they're still buying loads of our stuff. Yeah, so Singapore is number five and uh, Japan is number four. Singapore, you know, if New Zealand tries to model itself on a sort of small, smart country in the Asia-Pacific region, then, then Singapore's it. So there's probably quite a lot to learn um, from her, her um, prime ministerial counterpart, who used to be an advisor to the foundation uh, back in the day. Um, and Japan, New Zealanders feel warmer about Japan than just about any other Asian country. It's um, our fourth largest. They're both countries we have pretty good broad um, uh, relationships with already. But I think, as you noted, we already are exporting quite a lot to them. So I think when she says open for business, she's really talking about tourists um, uh, and business people coming here to New Zealand. And of course, Singapore and Japan are the countries we have um, visa waivers with in Asia. So they will be able to quite soon come to New Zealand. Um, many other ca- Asian countries, that's not going to be possible for a little while yet. What about security? Is that going to be important in the current uh, sort of parlous state of the world? I, I think um, there's no doubt, and again, what we're hearing is that, you know, globally, but also in that Asia or Indo-Pacific region, as we call it now, there are some really big tectonic sort of shifts happening in that in the, in the security space. And I, I'm sure that security in the region, um, security globally, will be at top of mind of many of the, of the two leaders that she's going to meet, and I'm sure it will be part of the conversation, yes. Grateful for your time. Executive Director at the Asia New Zealand Foundation, Simon Draper, with us at Newstalk ZB. Holiday breakfast.